Hello, and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News to Go. I'm Julia Sorgi. It's Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. Here are your top stories from Cronkite News. Nine years ago, the Kino Border Initiative started searching for a new building. The new 19,000-square-foot KBI facility is now open for business. KBI helps accommodate migrants who either have been deported or are waiting for their day in court. U.S. Consul General Nogales, Virginia Stab, believes a new facility will make a difference. This allows for uh, folks to, to be better served, migrants to be better served, um, and we, we work very closely. KBI's old site sits just across the street from the new center. It's 50 times smaller, but will still be used as an auxiliary dining room. KBI's executive director, Reverend Sean Carroll, believes it's about human dignity. As important as this building is, it's, it's really a means to an end, which is to, to respond with dignity and love uh, to our sister brother migrants and to serve with dignity and love in this reality of migration here on the U.S.-Mexico border. The opening of this new facility comes just weeks after the U.S. Department of Homeland Security started deporting asylum seekers back to Mexico through Nogales. In 2016, Arizona voted to gradually raise the minimum wage from $8.05 an hour to $12 by 2020. But one Arizona city took it a step further. Flagstaff's ballot offered another measure, making Flagstaff's increase $3.50 above the rest of the state by 2022. Flagstaff's minimum wage is currently $1 higher than the rest of Arizona. But one Flagstaff business owner, Scott McPeak, says $13 an hour is not a living wage. Flagstaff Council member Jamie Whalen confirms the city has a high cost of living. Whalen says small business owners like herself have had to cut back on some of their employees' hours, which in Whalen's words, challenges us at our heart level. A former U.S. Border Patrol agent has been sentenced to six years in prison on drug and bribery convictions. Jose Antonio Yanez admitted helping traffickers smuggle drugs across the U.S.-Mexico border. On Friday, a federal judge in Tucson imposed the prison term, also ordering Yanez to pay restitution of over $340,000 for salary received while conspiring with traffickers. Yanez previously pleaded guilty to possession with intent to distribute marijuana, receiving a bribe, and importation of a Schedule IV controlled substance. One of the three remaining survivors from the USS Arizona has passed away. The 97-year-old veteran, Donald Stratton, died peacefully with his family at his side at his Colorado Springs home. Stratton had been in poor health since contracting pneumonia in October. Following Stratton's death, Lou Contour and Ken Potts are the two remaining USS Arizona survivors of the December 7, 1941 Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. President Trump will be making a stop in Phoenix on Wednesday. The president's campaign rallies are usually wild affairs involving plenty of police presence and crowd control. For the Wednesday gathering, the Arizona Department of Public Safety will be in charge of making sure everyone stays safe. DPS Director Colonel Frank Milstead told KTIR their job is to make sure everything is done peacefully. Milstead also said a free speech area will be set up away from the fairgrounds to allow protesters to, in Milstead's words, convey their message without fear of retaliation or being hurt. Everyone here at Cronkite News to Go, thanks you for listening to this edition of the show. We had help today from Cronkite News reporters Frankie McLister, Sydney Madison, and Dylan Samard. 
You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. You can also listen to all of our past briefings by checking out our page on SoundCloud. That's all for today's Cronkite News To Go. I'm Julia Sorgen.